Time to get real. I want to see some crazy whiz -biz. What's the magic made out of, Ding Dong? I want to see some of that whiz -biz. This castle is in unacceptable condition! Unacceptable! That's magical! Uh -huh. Bacon pancakes! Hello and welcome to WizBiz with Alex and Eric. I am Alex Psychedelic Glass Lamb, and with me as always is Eric Bemo on a skateboard. Hello. <laughs> Hello. How is everything going today? It's going well. In this fine new year, 2024 of the uh, common era. Uh, oh, common era in this economy? Um <laughs> I'm, this is my new plan is uh, we just, especially me, scramble for a dumb nickname based on the episodes. Uh -huh. And it's going to last one episode until we forget. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, on that note, hey, Eric, who's won the last 20 episodes? Jesus. I forgot that we were doing that. <laughs> me too. Until, uh, I, it, like, until I just said the thing where we're going to forget. And uh -huh. like, oh, yeah. We forgot the who in the episode. For I, I, you know, it's it's kind of a bummer because I love that who in the episode it's thing. A, it, it's a fun segment that we when we when we remember did. to do it, it's really really fun and it leads to some interesting uh, discussion. But apparently, we're bad at that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, I definitely am. Uh, so yeah, we are. This is our first time back in the studio in 2024. Mm -hmm. um, we did record remotely once. Yes. Yeah, I guess Happy New Year or whatever. Um, I got nothing. Anything interesting in your head? Well, I would like to say uh, the episode before this one, which was uh, the one we recorded remotely. Yes. I was home uh, with the with the Rona and um, did the editing on it and was very bored and spent more time editing it than usual. And I added background music and sound effects and stuff like that. I know that you probably haven't listened to the episode, but uh, but Steph, I know you have. And I would love to hear what you thought, Steph, quick. I know you're out there. Yes. Um, I didn't listen to the episode because it's not out yet. Right. But I listened when we said the words out loud. Do you not, think you will listen to it? That's the question that I, I have. I will listen to 10 minutes of sampled stuff. Okay. Which is what I do with John Knox Hate stuff as well, where we do a we do a theme song for every episode uh -huh. that's like funny based on the movie where I'll, I'll listen to what John shows there and then... Uh, you know, just kind of sample stuff to like see what it sounds like or see what we're talking about. Uh -huh. That's it, because I hate hearing me talk. <laughs> Wait, so do you edit John and Alex Hate stuff? Split it mostly. Okay. John does most of the editing on that one. I'm kind of the, I do all the other stuff. He does the editing, um, but we switch back and forth a little bit because we've been doing it for too long and mm -hmm. neither of us particularly care about doing the other work anymore. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's probably 70, 30 maybe okay. uh, editing switches. And I, I edit most of the Patreon episodes. Uh, but we decided early on that uh, those are going to be essentially uh, no edits because, uh, you know, uh, there's like 10 people there and right. no one ever downloads them. I think they're just trying to support us to be nice, which is great. Yeah, but it's yeah. like, I don't know why I, we would put in all this effort for like crisp <laughs> audio that literally no one's listening to. Yeah. And it's like, you know, who cares if you hear like, you know, some more stammering than normal <laughs> You know, that's a good question. I, uh, I I enjoy a good stammer myself. I'm good at it. I spend a lot of time cutting out my own stammering when I'm editing. But Yeah, I'm really looking forward to uh, – so it's 2024 right now. I'm going to say by 2026, maybe 2027, uh, the AI models will be so good that they can train on our voices to make a better podcast for us. Not to perform it, but they can go through and see like, oh, that's oh, yeah. a stammer. That's the word uh. That's a – 
two second pause. We want to limit pauses to 1.75. Yeah. Actually know yeah. what background noise and remove it. I feel like two, three years, that's going to be like an easily accessible thing. They already have a, a number of AI podcast editing tools. I haven't yeah. really played around with them yet, but, um, uh, I played with one and it is, uh, I forget which one it was. Uh, it's the one that everybody uses. Um, I don't remember, but or maybe it was the A, maybe it was the Adobe Audition thing. Either way, one of the AI based ones that, uh, edits shit out. All I ran was I wanted to do, uh, remove, uh, truncate silence. Mm-hmm. So instead of, you know, if we're thinking for three seconds, no one wants to sit through three seconds. They can sit through a second and a half or whatever right, the actual right. math works out to. And it did a good enough job, but this is how it ended sentence. Oh. Where it's not that extreme because you can't, it's hard to perform that with a voice, but. Maybe it's just the aspiration at the end of the word, but you hurt it like it was a hard cut. Oh, and that's it's not like bad. it cut anything off, but it just That it, like, sucks it, because uh because most um most DAWs have a have a plugin that can do the truncate silence stuff pretty well with yeah. a lot of customization options. Yeah, uh, yeah I think the customization what you might have to dial in because uh, uh Audacity and the ones I've run by myself have the same problem where oh, really? it just doesn't it doesn't it doesn't cut off the word. It just you know, you can kind of hear there's like a, 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 I don't know, subconscious thing as a human. You can hear where the sentence is done, even, you know, uh-huh. it's just that like it cuts off like it's like literally like a fourth of a second too early. It's so close. Interesting. But to Interesting. me, I just hear it because it just sounds like a hard slant. Even if they built in a fade out, probably would be better. You know, I'd be interesting. I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on my uh, my recent episodes of um, the Arnimancy podcast because I've been using a, a a, a silence chopper oh, really? thing. Yeah. And um, I'm really, really happy with how it's working. It's made editing a zillion times easier. And But I would love to hear your feedback on it. I th- by the way, people at home, I think it was the V.io or it's one of the popular uh, audiogram makers is what it was. It wasn't a full podcast thing. It was an audio. It was an audiogram deal. Ah, interesting. Huh. Uh, but yeah, no, no, I'll give it a listen because that's the thing is. With uh, Audacity, which I use because it's incredibly simple, I like the, I like to, to brute force. You know, uh-huh. it's like it's like editing on tape. You can dial it in well enough. I just mm-hmm. the the difference in performance and the sound quality in this room differs enough that if I have the the you know, the low cutoff of like what is voice and what isn't, uh-huh. occasionally when either one of us will kind of the end of the sentence of like, like kind of trails off the end yeah. of it gets cut. And it's so obvious that it's an artificial cut. It's not even like subtle. Like, right, like right. people that aren't weird fucking audio obsessives like me would hear it. And it's like, God damn it. But that's performance issue, not, you know? Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Huh? So uh, you're probably fine because you got two people that are speaking well into a microphone. It probably won't oh, have that. Rarely like, do I have that. Oh, really? Oh, hmm. I mean, the only people who speak well into microphones are podcasters who edit their own stuff. Oh, yeah. Nobody else, nobody else has. I guess those are the people I ever talked to. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, nobody else has good mic, uh, usage. I, in fact, I have to say that, like, uh, I feel like one of the, uh, errors that I made over the last couple of years is like people were asking me for mic recommendations and I would be recommending, um, dynamic microphones. But then editing people speaking into dynamic microphones who don't know how to use microphones has been just so frustrating to me, uh, Get a condenser. If you if you yeah. don't if you don't have good mic habits, which which trust me, you don't. <laughs> yes. Unless you're unless you're a practice podcaster who edits your own stuff, you don't have good even even me, like I screw up with this mic all the time. Alex 
probably edits it out, but he catches me. He's like, Eric, you're too far away from the mic. Eric, you're not facing the mic. Like he'll, yeah. he'll catch me just here. Um, and we're using dynamic mics, but like get a condenser microphone. Yeah. It'll, it'll, you know, it'll pick up room noise, but it'll also pick up yeah. everything you and say. And if you have a quiet room, oh God, get a condenser mic. That sounds yeah. so buttery good. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. And it, you can, and there's also a lot you can do even with a noisy room to, to like if you're podcasting, you can, yeah. you can do a lot of noise reduction stuff that just makes the condenser Yeah, you can certainly help, but, it. uh. Uh, yeah, they, if, if you are not good with mic technique, especially if you're somebody that, uh, pops and asper and does the syllabic S's. Yeah. D- yeah. You know, d- just get a condenser mic, get a, get a nice filter in front yeah, of it. Yeah. Get a condenser mic and one of those pop filter screens and yeah. you're set. I don't even, I mean, I think maybe I'm just not running my equipment that much, but I've never had a problem with popping. Maybe I just pop, like, maybe I just don't do it that uh, way. Uh, I don't think you and I do it very much. Yeah. Uh, I haven't had a problem with it either. Um, but, uh, but I've recorded people who use the same setup as me and they have pop. Oh, interesting. So I think it just depends. Yeah. It, it's because we, um, uh, we're such elegant speakers. Oh, yeah. We, we have, <laughs> we have really good control over yeah. our palettes and our, uh, are plosives i have good control over my volume uh i don't have good control like i've just mumble mouth stammering <laughs> just, just terrible uh, but. i've got good control over everything but my bowels uh yes yeah i can attest to that yeah. <laughs> okay so we are a podcast about adventure time not about microphones and podcasting <laughs> yeah whatever but uh this episode we're going to be discussing um four episodes of adventure time uh, Wait, let's let's put discussing in quotes because there's okay there's there's, There's a couple not of these that are, that There's are not a lot to say about these ones. But two of the four are what we'd call skip episodes. Yeah. But Eric likes talking about those, so yeah. I have literally no notes on one. <laughs> so, uh, so we're going to be doing uh, season four, episode eleven, which is beyond this earthly realm. Episode twelve, gotcha. Episode thirteen, princess cookie, and episode fourteen, card wars. Interesting note on the order there, though. So Hulu is basically the order that's on the wikipedia uh-huh. but this one card wars and um gotcha and, are inversed so i was uh watching on max again and um and it's still just jumbled it's still oh yeah i gave up on Max. Uh, yeah, well i mean i don't have it anymore because i realized i was only watching adventure time and that's on another service i'm paying for so it's like <laughs> why am i spending 15 dollars a month for nothing or whatever the fuck right. it is 35 at this point Oh, so you you got off of uh, Max? Yeah, I've been off of Max for a while now because uh, oh. uh, I realized that I get Disney Plus and you can get Hulu for an extra like five, seven bucks or something. Okay. Yeah. And Hulu has Adventure Time and also had um, Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Super, which I've just been uh, binging. I've Turns got out Goku wins the fight. Goku, is that a Dragon really not, Ball? Do you really man? not know who Goku? Oh, man. I have, I, I'm aware that Goku exists, but I have never actually asked anybody who is Goku. He's, he's the lead character in Dragon Ball. Is he? Dragon Ball Z, does Dragon he Ball really... Z Kai, Dragon Ball Super, Dragon Ball GT. What does he look like? Well, he looks like, you ever see Goku? No! Uh, he's, <laughs> uh, I'm just going to make up the measurements, but he's like, okay. uh, well, so Dragon Ball Z is the one that's famous. He starts off as a little baby. Uh, oh. He's like four in Dragon Ball, and he's a little adorable boy with a tail. He's got a monkey tail. But by Dragon Ball Z, he's like oh, yeah. I'd heard that uh, isn't isn't there a storyline in Dragon Ball that's based on the Monkey King legend, the uh, Journey to the West or whatever it's called? I think that is a reference in the first series. Okay, because the whole thing is him journeying around trying to get these magic Dragon Balls, uh, and when you get them all, you can grant a wish. Uh, which feels very kind of uh, myth- mythological. So I'm sure there's yeah, yeah. references okay. there. But so, yeah, in the Dragon Ball Z and the later stories, like he's, I can say, you know, he's tall, really 
big, like like when you picture big anime hair, he's got big anime hair, spiky okay, cloud okay. from Final Fantasy VII. Uh, he wears an orange <laughs> jumpsuit. Um, he wears an orange jumpsuit with a uh, with some uh, Japanese characters on the on the oh, over the breast wait, and wait, one on okay, the back. So he's got spiky hair and he wears orange and it's kind of a poofy jumpsuit. Yeah, yeah. But, and he always has like a really aggressive, intense look on his face. Uh, in if you're thinking of uh, like uh, action figures and probably things on T-shirts, yes. Okay. Because he's also, as per every single anime ever, he's the world's toughest guy, but he's also a goof and loves food. <laughs> <laughs> Does it, can he like shoot fireballs and yes. stuff? Yes. Okay. He's got a Kamehameha attack. Oh, okay. I have a Kamehameha attack. I thought I was the only one. Really? I. You know what's odd is I have uh, uh, an ex-ruler of Hawaii trapped in my closet. When, so I I seen Dragon Ball Z years ago, and then I was I just started watching a YouTube or whatever about the history of Hawaii, and they talked about King Kamehameha. I'm like, the fuck? And I had to pause it and do all this research. Like, Why the fuck is his energy attack named after like the ex ruler of Hawaii? And I finally found the answer was basically the guy's wife went, "Oh yeah, Kamehameha is a cool name. Why don't you name it that?" And she just heard about the thing in Hawaii. I'm like, I don't. Dragon Ball Z fans, if you know the real story, fuck off. I know that's not exactly, but okay. So I like it. Um, I like that story. That works for me. So beyond the earthly realm, aka uh, season four, episode eleven. I was going to say Otherworld, uh, ran by King Yama, and then you carry the Snake Robe to King Kai's planet. This is Dude, the afterlife of Dragon I am Ball. So lost, or yeah. Dragon Ball Z, one of the two. Okay, well, so beyond the earthly realm, I love this episode. I love a number of things about this episode, including. The complexity of Ice King's character. Uh, I love the reference to the spirit realm and the wizard eyes and how that's sort of like a callback to, um, you know, the, the, the Ice King in the, in the last Lich episodes. Um, and I love the, uh, the fact that when Jake yawns, he sounds like Chewbacca. Yeah, that's fine. I like some kind of cosmic lamb statue. That's always uh-huh, good. Uh-huh. Bemo on a skateboard. Beam on a skateboard. Oh, wait, uh, that's in Card Wars. Yeah, that's what I thought, but like you've got a better memory than me, so I was just going with it. I don't think <laughs> Beam is not on a skateboard in this one. Yeah, you know, I think it's another episode, but I'm like, I yeah. don't know. You, you remember some. And um, I like uh, Compy's Castle while jog your psychic schnapps. The idea of a, of a spirit realm is, is very um, – is very occult. Like this is the sort of thing that that happens in esoteric traditions, like across the world. It's not even like a Western occultist sort of thing, but um, but we definitely have this concept in Western occultism of a spirit world that is kind of like coexistence with ours. You might call it the astral realm or the etheric realm or something that is that is heavily populated with spirits and um, and in a in a universe. Before or in a, in a culture uh, before empirical science, it was sort of thought that like everything that happened in the world that wasn't done by uh, humans with free will was sort of done by like spirits moving things. And so it's interesting that like uh, Ice King in his wizard ways has this way he can't turn it off. Like he's always looking into the spirit world and the world is indeed just overpopulated with spirits. Yeah. Uh, I, I enjoy the way they draw, the spirits are just kind of gross and weird and like odd. There's a, there's an anime called, uh, not, this is not the anime show, it would be very quick, but there's an anime called, uh, Mushishi, 
which the, the idea is some people can see the spirit world that's right next to you, but th- these spirits uh-huh. are harmful, but they're weird, amorphous, like a- amoeba, strange things like uh-huh. in this one where it's just like, it's not like, hey, look, there's Dave the spirit that just totally like a recognizable anthropomorphic figure. This is, oh, I'm a weird half bug that shits out faces. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think there's a weird implication, uh, you know, so we, we've talked before about uh, Ice King and his madness and I how- I don't think we have. We've talked a lot about Ice King and his madness. I thought this was our first episode. Am I not allowed to say things that reference earlier episodes? Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Well, I was just sort of thinking when watching this, and I've thought it before, like, we know that magic drives you insane in, in in Ooh. Like, madness is part of magic. Uh, Yes, I was just trying to think if that's a, if that was a universal constant in, in the, yeah, does every single sadness ma- and madness? Every magician. I was trying to think if it's wizard. just the human magicians, but but every magician, every wizard has sadness, madness, and magic. What about Abercadaniel? He is still young, but later oh, so on, he's just eventually going to be beaten down by the well, wizard. Well, I mean, world. we yeah. see that later on in um, in distant lands when he has his little. He's he, he's pretty nuts. Yeah, you think you're right. Like in my in my kind of head, I was thinking that natural born magic users wouldn't go nuts but yeah we don't really see anybody like that that's like actually functioning i guess those like uh the guys that run mars with like the heads that spin they're doing pretty well for themselves well that's a god that's oh, okay so once you put what yeah once you cross the god line yeah that's probably yeah. what i'm thinking is once that's you get god. that god line you can run some magic pretty well yeah. yeah yeah um and i don't think he really can i don't think he's considered a wizard in the same sense i think he's like a cosmic being oh yeah yeah, yeah. but whatever magic's magic but even if having magic didn't drive you insane, imagine having to see the spirit world all the time with your wizard eyes. That would drive you insane. Like one of the spirits that that Ice King uh, gets Finn to get rid of is a friggin' eyeball that lives behind his toilet. Like, can you imagine every time you got to go take a dump, there's some eyeball just watching you? Imagine. Uh, yeah, I can... Definitely imagine that that's, I'm guessing, not supposed to be that way. And I definitely don't have Pycloptides that lives in my bathroom. Uh-huh. He definitely doesn't uh-huh. live in there and hasn't commented on you multiple times. Yeah, that would be weird, right? I'd be weird to have, to have an eyeball creature living in your bathroom. Yeah, what a, It'd what be a, super weird. What, a, what an odd thing to say. <clears throat> or can you um, pee in my sink later if you need to go? <laughs> I do already. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, whatever. I just, Seeing the, the, the spirit world all the time. Um, shit, I had a thought on that about going insane. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Sounds like it's already happening. Yeah. No, I mean, no, my brain's well melted. That's, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a canonical fact. Is that why we're turbos? Uh, you know, turbo bros, turbos. Yeah. I really fell for Ice King there. Thank you for saving me because I wasn't coming up with this link up. <laughs> is, uh, and, and this is probably an example of it a little bit is him just trying to spitball something funny and it's not working. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like this, like, desperate, like, turbo, turbo, bros, turbo. I'm like, oh, man, I hear you. You go, like, you're doing a podcast. You got an hour to fill. You got to say some shit. And you were, you were, you were hoping you're going to come up with something after the word turbo and it didn't happen. So uh, another thing that I really enjoyed about this, though, is, like, when Ice King's plot is discovered, 
It's because he's like jumping up and down in the bed and like chanting this weird nursery rhyme about what he's doing. Oh yeah, his joy song. Yeah, yeah and yeah. it was amazing. Like it's yeah. it's possibly like the most clever piece of rhyme that I've seen in Adventure Time. Yeah, um, is that the one? Yeah, I think. It, wait, hold on. Oh no, that wasn't. The, did you write down? Because there's another really great bit of writing by the Ice King where they turn on where they realize the TV has static. Yes. Did you yes. get that quote? Uh, I don't, I didn't get the quote, but the Ice King has this whole thing where he like presses himself up against the TV well, and so, he's like, they're watching us through a magical one way mirror. Yeah. He goes, yeah. what happens if you peel back the static veil watching us from a one sided mirror? Mm-hmm. By the way, in your face, black mirror beat you by fucking years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a brilliant episode. Ice King steals the show in in a in a in a in an amazing way like his his madness is showcased really yeah. well he he has great lines like he just he kills it in this episode uh, the whole episode does though um so there's a couple other things that uh two two more jake things that i really liked uh one of them is when um jake at the beginning says oh my jaw Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh. So usually he says gob or glob or whatever, like he's referencing, you know, the the weird Martian god thing. But um, but Jaw is a Rastaf- John and Al Tate. Y- y- yeah. yeah, yeah. But also, since this happened before John and Alex Tate stuff, uh, I, no, I'm not sure I agree with that. I think it probably did. This is probably 2015. I and I think I was doing this a little bit beforehand. Did you just say I and I? So yeah, you already twice. knew what I, I was going to talk. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, you didn't react the first time. I'm like, I wonder if he didn't hear me or just thought it was actually stammering. So I threw it back up to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's the Rastafarian yeah. uh, reference. No, it's why I can't get most of the websites I wanted for John Alexander. I like the Jaws thing because of fucking uh-huh. Jaw. No offense, Jaw. But it's like, God damn it, you're getting away with my podcast. <laughs> yeah, Rastafari. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then um, later on, so, so Jake doesn't know what's going on but uh ice king and finn have both been trapped in the spirit world and or maybe 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 ice king hasn't been trapped yet and uh jake's looking at the the porcelain lamb statue and he says um something about he's like finn i can't i'm going to free you from your body prison uh which is a really interesting phrase to to use there because it sounds like a reference to gnosticism gnostic christianity I, I I just it, it struck me as really interesting. Body prison of Gnostic Christianity. Maybe I, I don't. I, I maybe I don't know Gnosticism as well. Well, there's. I so, mean, I no, wait, wait, hold on. I don't know Gnosticism as well as you. Point of fact. Secondary point. I, maybe I don't know well enough to understand what you just said. Okay, so like Gnosticism. Uh, first of all, just a disclaimer: Gnosticism is super, super broad. It's a it's a very big topic. There's a lot of different schools of Gnosticism, but one of the ones that's the that's kind of like known the most is uh, has this sort of like body spirit duality concept in it, where the physical world and the body is 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 a prison. Um, our souls are here and we are prisoners of the material world. And in that um, form of Gnosticism, Jesus was basically like trying to jailbreak us. And so... Yeah, that sounds vaguely familiar. So the body prison is sort of literally like where your soul is trapped. You're, you, you've you got a body prison. I've got a body prison and that's where our souls get kept. There's um, uh, the Mountain Goats who are uh, one of my only... Uh, listenable uh christian bands he's not really christian what but the point is uh-huh um 
he's got a he's got a really great line of, of just, he's talking about it's a song about watching someone die because uh, they're like at the end of life. But he's just uh, uh, he repeats the line. I'm not this body that imprisons me. Yeah. Which is very, very uh, Gnostic of a thought. Oh, yeah, I guess, it is. Yeah. I, like, I knew exactly what you were talking about there. I guess I forgot that was part of Gnosticism. When you said Gnosticism, I was thinking the, like, BC, like, Yaldabaoth, the, the, the oh, Jebiards. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's where my head went. I mean, like, that's the same stuff. No, I know, but, yeah. like, it didn't – I'm thinking the Greek god stuff, but you're like, right. oh, yeah, no, that's, like, what happens. But, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yes. Hey, look at that. We were like on topic on this episode. I know. I know. Check mark. Well, I mean, that's one of the things that I, I guess big boner jokes for the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's one of the reasons that I wanted to uh, discuss this one, because like aside from all of this, uh, aside from like all of this uh, really heavy kind of occult lore that's in this episode, it would be a skip. The plot yeah. doesn't really move forward. No, it doesn't. Yeah. It does have an. It does have the Wizard Eyes reference, which is a reference to the Lich episodes. But I don't think Wizard Eyes ever come up again. I don't think we ever see the Spirit World. I don't see. We. I don't think we ever see any more Wizard Eyes stuff for the rest of Adventure Time. I think you might. The only one I can think of that may have it is that episode where they go into the Wizard City. Mm. Because there's a whole bunch of like check marks of you have to prove yourself to be a wizard. Like, oh, and is there a part where I don't remember? I have like that's just jumped in my head that maybe that would be the part where I I would suggest that. Yeah, but you know, but I mean, other than a a debatable one episode, yeah, the wizard eyes doesn't come back for the the entire rest of which it's it's a cool um it's a cool look. It um reminds me of. Like, uh, like a naked lunch kind of thing where one guy seeing like stuff that everybody, I mean, it's going insane, uh-huh. but like, you know, seeing that kind of first person look like, ah, oh, look, there's a thing over there that's shitting faces, you know, and, and you're like, no, it's not. I'm in the room with you, dude. Bemo, Bemo is here, uh, singing the baby spider song. Right. Uh, yeah, Bemo sings a little song in this episode. That's oh, good. Bemo farts in this episode. Yeah, I, I'm gonna ignore that because it's a fake fart. I, I'm on record as saying fart humor is not funny and I don't like it. Well, I mean, you're wrong. I'm on record saying that you're wrong. Yes, but, but I said it first, so I'm right. Uh, no, because you couldn't be wrong until you said it. No, but I've said it to other people on another podcast. Doesn't matter. This is the only podcast. Oh, God. That's a depressing <laughs> thought. I apologize <laughs> to all the iPods and Zunes out there. <laughs> this is all you have available. Um, all right, so yeah. We, anything else about this episode? Uh, no, no. Fun episode. Um, I think we talked about all the important stuff. Yeah. Did we talk about Ice King's buns? Uh, we did. Or his winter I mean, you're, body? You're welcome to. I, I, I don't want to. I'm weird, just, weirdly enough, I'm not the one that has any thoughts on it. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you want to talk about those things. I just wanted to make sure I, you, you, that you didn't. Very frequently, I want to talk about those things. But in this case, this is a what a weird side, you know, uh, very very small limited use case where uh-huh. I don't really, I don't really want to talk about. So Ice we're skipping King's buns. the buns. I mean, and now that we brought it up, maybe we should talk about it a little bit. No, I got nothing to say. Yeah, okay. I guess. Yeah, you see his winter body, and uh-huh. oh no, actually, do I'm glad you brought that up. Nothing to do. Oh, what you see, do. well, it's not about his bonds, but oh, um, I, 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 another old boy. Do I feel for the Ice King? Like, man, I understand that. He goes, I was going to start up on the elliptical again, and then I got depressed. Oh, yeah, <laughs> fucking got that, dude. Totally, totally got that under, under fucking stud. Oh, yeah. poor Ice King. Poor Alex. Yeah, poor Alex. Fuck poor Ice King. Poor Alex. It's Tom Kinney or whatever is like incredibly wealthy. It's yeah, people love he's doing him. great. Yeah, I'm not. So have you tried being a wizard? Yeah. Oh, you know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've literally tried to summon demons together. Eric. That's true. Yeah. I know. I know. 
Uh, why don't we talk about uh, Gotcha before we do a segment? Okay. Uh, we do have a few episodes and. Gotcha is probably the the pinnacle of uh, of lump science episodes. Um, you know, we did have the the first appearance of uh, LSP Lumpy Space Princess, which was um, a foray into lump science that that maybe isn't actually canonical. Like we never see Lumpy Space Princess be contagious ever again. So I'm not sure that that was real, uh, but this episode is all about kind of like lump science and um, the yeah. anthrolumpology of uh, of how lumps uh, work. Uh, yes. I'm trying to, th- I thought that they were contagious because I thought they had like a cold or something. LSP? In that episode, I thought it was that the one guy had like you no, know lump strep throat or whatever, and no, that's why they were contagious. LSP. Was, oh, okay. Yeah. Bit, I forgot uh, that one. Yeah. Bit Jake. Yeah, that uh, that was like the second episode ever. Yeah. Also, I remembered. I, I just realized what I I confused it with an episode of Rick and Morty. Oh, <laughs> that is what happened. I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure they had to have a cold, and that's why Finn wants to have sex with Morty. Oh, yeah, no, I definitely got two shows confused. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, this episode, it's. Fun. It's um. It's dumb. Um. Yeah. I. I, I mean, I don't really have a whole lot to say. I, about I mean, it. honestly, I got. No, I don't like this one. Uh, I don't like LSP. I'm on record, and I think this is an especially annoying LSP uh, episode. God, what's with all these records? Huh? Well, I mean, you. This is the second time you brought up being on record about something. I didn't realize that there was a record keeper. Do we have like a secretary somewhere? Is it Steph? You know, we're recording this, right? Oh shit! That's what these. That's what these. <laughs> The thing with like the what? fluffy foam that's pointed at your face, that's that's getting like a, a like a record. I'm just voice. like talking to it. Yeah, I know. That's that's <laughs> why I put the, that's why I put the Eric nip on it. Right. But it's it's uh, <laughs> uh no, this gets recorded. Then. I mean, it, goes it smells up, so good. It goes to the internet. Don't even get me started on oh, that. Oh shit! There's an internet. Yeah. Now. Okay. So uh, the best thing about this episode is at the end when Jake yells. Uh, LSP, you're wearing garbage for clothes. Yeah, that's the best thing about this episode. And then the episode ends. So yeah, so. I just, I just her putting like fruit preserves on her lips to make them look all ugh. And, it was gross. And that part where she wears a trash bag as a dress, but then takes her dress off. So basically, in her mind, she's showing her tits to Finn, the fourteen year old. Her lumps. Yeah, still, but the fact that if she had, if if she can wear a <laughs> dress, you've now established that there's nude and unnude. Right, and she she tries to turn him on by taking the dress off and spinning it over her head, a la like, oh, strippers no, from the forties. I don't know where the yeah. hell that booth came from. I guess I don't know. I don't know anything about strippers. Maybe they still do that. Yeah. So that's all I've got to say about this episode. I I've got no mm-hmm. other notes. Not even any interesting guest actors. The cursed mirror thing was kind of all right. It, yeah. Unfortunately, it was it was her involved, but like you know the kind of weird demonic twisted form of something operating on the other side of a mirror is that's yeah that's some strong that's some strong writing well and that yeah and and it was kind of um interesting that it was it was sort of like the throwaway part of the plot yeah. too uh it does it does imply that that finn and jake are having a lot more adventures have i ever told you about the weird mirror phobia i had for a lot of my life and the dumb way it started no when I was a kid, there was a show called The Real Ghostbusters. It was a, it was a cartoon show. Yes, I enjoyed it. 
there was one episode where there were scary monster demons on the other side of the mirror. There was like another universe on the other side of the mirror. Uh-huh. And I internalized that as like, I was terrified of mirrors. So like for a while, not like t- terrified is the wrong term. Like I, I could go in the, but like I was, I was suspicious and afraid of mirrors. There's probably a better <laughs> way to put it. And like well into adulthood and it wasn't like actually doing it, but like I wasn't super confident near like not, not like not like i would ever it's almost like it's almost like if you really think about it and you're like yeah i guess my tooth does hurt a little it's one of those things where if uh-huh. i didn't think about it but if you think about it like yeah i actually am a little suspicious of the mirror like i wasn't like aware but like i'm like a little suspect of it and like i'm not saying it's 100 percent gone but like you know i was in my 20s but i was still like enough like of like mm-hmm. kind of like looking over my shoulder like well it's going on that mirror <laughs> All right. So speaking of mirrors, uh, let's hold up a mirror. Watching you, a mirror to society. Okay. Do a segment. A segment. Yes. Well, which segment should we do? Uh, you were you came in here, uh, just just wearing wearing your full marching band outfit, mm-hmm. just twirling baton, saying I've got shiny rocks, and like playing a playing a sousaphone. I do have shiny rocks. Yeah. Uh, I think you're going to know what these shiny rocks are, but that doesn't mean that they're any less fun. I'm O for everyone, I think, that you brought to the show. Well, not this time. Oh, good. Okay. Do you know about minced oaths? Yes. Okay. So uh, so for those of you in the audience who don't know, minced oaths are like nerfed swear words. So they're, they've been around forever, right? Like we, we use them to... We use them to uh, avoid swearing by saying something else. So what I'm going to do is I would like to tell you some minced oaths and and see if you can guess the swears okay. that they are covering up. I want to guess two that I think are going to be on your list. Okay. Would that be would that be impressive? Sure. Zounds. Oh, absolutely. Which is short for God's wounds. Uh huh. And I think Gedzooks is the same. Uh huh. Yeah. Those are, those are my, I'm sure I know other ones, uh, but those, those are my two favorite. Cause like, Zounds, it's like a Scooby Doo word, but it's actually people like, I'm so afraid of going to hell. I have to say. <laughs> the problem I'm having is I have lost the list. What the hell happened to the list? Oh, no. Well, while you're doing that, I can tell uh, the audience at home that I have a short story called The Book of Lists. It's available on the Terravada Machine and other stories available on Amazon. Search for Alex Bolin, A-L-E-X-X-B-O-L-L-E-N. Um, you should buy it because I haven't sold a copy in a year, and that's counting last year. <laughs> that's not true. I just, I've sold less than 10, and it makes me sad. So go out there and buy it, even if you're it already. Give it to your mom. Uh, Struth. Uh... I guessed God's truth. I mean, it's is yep, truth. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's some really stupid ones. What? Uh, oh, stupid ones. Uh, holy mackerel. Like, I mean, I think it's just another like holy God thing, right? Uh, it's probably related to Holy Mary. A holy Mary. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crivens. Christ's revenge. I don't know that. I've never even heard the word Crivens before. Uh, Crivens is a Scots English uh, minced oath, and it is. Uh, a euphemist it's a minced oath for christ defend us i actually wasn't all that far off <laughs> yeah yeah you were close heck well it's hell yeah crikey crikey is one? Oh, uh christy it's just for christ <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh also criminy and cripes yeah yeah, Jiminy Christmas is like Jiminy you know, Christmas. Yeah, that's yeah, one yeah. of my. That's my yeah, favorite. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, let's see. This is a horrible list. There's some. 
Uh, there are also some really interesting ones that are just kind of like made up oaths, like uh, by Jove. Yeah. Well, by Jove is by Jehovah, isn't it? Uh, it's probably uh, it's probably a minced oath for that, but it's literally referencing a different pagan god that is just not believed any, in, oh, gotcha. anymore. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, right? yeah. So, yeah. I'm trying to think if I if I can think of any off the top of my head. Um, there's there's the there's the other side of it, which is kind of a minced oath. The um, um, like the Miss Mary Mac, uh, that, you know, Miss Mary Mac, all dressed in black, silver buttons mm-hmm, down her butt. Mm-hmm. And she says, uh, you have to go to hello operator. Yeah. Where it, like, oh, yeah, moves, yeah, 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 yeah. Which yeah. is kind of like a minced O's adjacent. Yeah. Uh, there's some, there's some really good ones on here. Uh, cheese and rice. Oh, Jesus Christ, right? Yep, yeah. Christ, right? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Dagnabbit. Uh, well, uh, God damn it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Dang. Damn, yeah. Darn. Oh, I don't know that. Oh, you know what it is? <laughs> it's because Jesus sewed together the threads of humanity and like darning your socks, you're referencing Jesus. So so Gadzooks is actually God's hooks and it's referring to the wounds of Christ on the cross. I've heard of God's wounds. Uh, that's Zounds. God's Oh, oh sorry. You said, yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. you're right. Sorry. Um, I, I heard what I wanted. I mean, here. a lot of these are just so stupid. Like, yeah. golly gee willikers. Uh, good garden party. Good grief. Goodness gracious. Jason Crisp. <laughs> Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. Uh, the other one, uh, you know, uh, we don't think about it that much, but like the Twitch streamer, because they want to be able to sell their stuff to under 18s, you can say frick instead of fuck is a minced oath. Minced oath. Um, Sacre Bleu is a minced oath in French. It's apparently well sacre bleu would be sacred sacred blue or something like that but it's what would it be from? Yeah. uh sang de dieu which means uh blood. god's blood yeah, yeah. Uh, see i know a little french i just yeah. wrote that uh sam hill is another good one that's a that's a hell oh yeah yeah i was trying to figure out the sam yeah and then tarnation which is damnation. Damnation. Like yeah, yeah. Too. Anyhow, there's a lot of them. Some of them are really old and interesting. Some of them are newer and kind of dumb. Yeah. Um, some of them are just sort of hilarious. And I think minced oaths are great. And uh, it's hilarious that we still use them. And I use them. I was just thinking. I, one. I feel think... good about them when I use them. I like them. They're hilarious. I think blimey is tr- is it started with God blind me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, another yeah. one. Yeah. I knew some in my brain somewhere. So there we go. Minced oaths. That was my shiny rock. Yes. Um, you could have brought a minced pie. I think that would have been great. But, you know. You know, next time. Good. Try to find a gluten-free minced yeah, pie the in problem. this neighborhood. Yeah, it's going to be. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you find a mixed pie in this neighborhood. Let alone you have, a gluten-free to, you have one. to make them yourself. Yeah, fuck that. Okay, next. Uh, let's talk about Princess Cookie. Season 4, Episode 13, Princess Cookie. I would like to start. Uh-huh. My notes on this episode. Okay. I'm going to read every single one. Okay. Ahem. Alvin's Hot Juice Box. Alvin's Hot Juice Box! <laughs> that is my entire list of notes for this episode. It's fine. I just, I had, I, I had no thoughts. I was like, yeah, this certainly is, they're doing it. They're making an episode. <laughs> There's like, I've, I've nothing. I didn't apologize to the audience at home. If you're like, Alex, I really want to know your thoughts about who might be Moe's deaf as a cookie uh, robbing a store. It's uh, Donald uh, Faison. Faison. Oh, Donald Faison. Who, who okay, played yeah, Turk yeah. on Scrubs. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, he sounds it, a little bit like Moe's deaf. Does he? Moe's deaf, well, at least there's an episode of House where Moe's deaf uh, shows up. And I, I apologize for calling him that. I don't know the name he goes by these days. Um, 
but uh, uh, is he's in a coma, and the way he talks sounds a little bit like this. I think it's maybe oh. just voiceover, okay. voiceover voice. You know, I wonder yeah. if it's if it's the Scrubs guy doing the voiceover. Yeah, yeah. Um, that'd be funny. So another thing, uh, the 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 wiki page for this episode pointed out that um, it seems like Candy Kingdom technology has improved. Like there is. Uh, uh, candy the the banana guard have improved weapons they have helicopters now oh, that's they've right. got all yeah. this stuff going on and also there is a little shot in the background where we do see goliad and um finn's clone son uh facing off against each other in the background and we also see the ice king's pony costume oh i didn't pick up on that uh. yeah so there's a scene where uh there's a pony yeah. But it's not a pony. It's two banana guards in Ice King's pony oh, costume. Oh, I mean, I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I it's guess the it, exact same face. No, 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 no you're totally right. Yeah. I, I didn't, I, I, not that I didn't pick up on that. No, that's right. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. I saw it and I immediately was like, oh, Kate Beaton's pony again. And then I was like, oh, that's totally Ice King's pony costume. You can see the banana guards in the middle. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you're right. I didn't think about that. In my defense, in my brain, that costume originally is like a cow. I don't know why, but like a cow is in my brain for it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to defend my fucking crumbling uh, mental state. Uh, there's also a scene so at the end when the banana guards are running after Jake and Cookie Princess. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see the banana guards' buttholes. Really? Uh-huh. Huh. How are they looking? Nice? They're just like little little X's. Oh, We've seen them nice. before on the show. Yeah. I feel like they should probably like. They're like um. They remind me of that 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 Neko game that you could get on the for your phone, where the cats like come and hang out at a house and stuff. I know Neko is Japanese for cat. That's yeah. all I know about whatever you're talking oh. about. Well, I know a video game that you don't know. It's true. Well, I know that Neko wafers were originally made from cat. This is where they got their name. Why are they spelled differently then? Uh, well, because the New England CC <laughs> organization. Well, Neko stands for the New England. Cookie and Crisp organization or right. something. It's a, yeah. It's, I mean, that's none of those words are right except for New England. Right. Uh, but I found that out years ago. I went like, the fuck is that really where Neko comes from? All right. Uh, uh, all right. So uh, yeah, Princess Cookie. It's it's fine. I just there's nothing. I like Finn sneaking around as a shadow. Yeah. Even though it was incredibly stupid, but it's like that's one of those moments of kids show. Alex, you're watching a kids show. You're yeah. this is yeah. this is totally acceptable. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's all I got for it, too. It's it's definitely a skip episode. Um, so I guess we should just move on. We should. Let's move to on. To season four, episode 14, Card Wars. Yes. Interesting fact about this. Uh, when I said I like this episode, uh, I do like this episode, but I was thinking of the one where Jake plays this game with his kid. Oh, yeah, that's not until season eight. No, I know. That's why I was like, as I started watching, I'm like, oh, yeah, we haven't even fucking met his kids yet. Of course, yeah. this isn't yet. But I don't think I, they're even born yet. No, no, you're right. That's yeah. that's one of the, this was kind of annoyed with myself that I, you know, I, I was thinking of that one. Uh, this episode's totally good, but that one I actively like, like, oh, that's one of my favorites. This one's like, oh, this is a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> I flute my pig. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so what is your experience with uh, deck building games such as the... Uh, card wars so let's see i played legend of the five rings for a little while and i played uh magic the gathering for a little while but Mm. i never really got into either of them um legend of the five rings i read a bunch of the novels i thought those were really good and i got the books for the D &D campaign setting and i thought that was really good um but i 
never really had I just never was I was I've never really got into the the card building games. But did you play those at all? I played exactly two rounds of Magic the Gathering because my friend in middle school tried to teach me it. Uh-huh. And he was one of those guys that's really good and instead of teaching it, he just wanted to show off how good he was at it. So he jaked you. Worse though. Oh. Because like you know Because he was actually good. Yeah. Uh and then um you know my Slay the Spire obsession. I love Slay the Spire. Which is, you know, um, card builder. I'm not as good as you though. I'm now at uh, Ascension twenty Ironclad. Uh, which I've gotten to the heart a few times on, so I feel like wow. that's going to be over soon because the defect one was very difficult. A twenty uh-huh. ironclad, I just raced there. Like I, from A one to A twenty, I think I maybe lost three times. Wow, that's nuts. Yeah, I, I can't even get to the heart most of the time. So well, what you need to do is floop your pig more often. <laughs> you got to get the pig first. Well, that's I thought the pig was part of the starter cards. There's a lot going on in this episode that I very much enjoy. Yeah. But one of my thi- one of the things I really like about this is, and it's not subtle, but it's not it's not a direct plot. Is the implied background between Jake and Bimo? Yeah. And the times they played. Now we get it gets revealed a little bit later what actually happened. Yeah. But when, when they're like, "Hey, Bimo, do you want to play?" And he goes, "I do not play such games with Jake." But the with <laughs> Jake at the end, the way that pause happens, it is so fucking good. Like it is. I I love implied past. Like that is one yeah. of my favorite kind of storytelling things. Um, I also like that uh, Bimo is getting developed more and more, even though it's still kind of like background stuff. Yeah. You know, Bimo still hasn't had. Well, Bimo had. We had the football episode already, right? Did we do football? Or has that not happened? I don't think we've done football yet. Okay. Well, I know we've we've got BMO Noir coming up. Isn't that football? Is that football? I I thought football already got uh, introduced. Shit. I don't remember. Sorry, man. (laughs) But but in any case, like we haven't had a whole lot of like BMO as main character episodes yet. But BMO keeps getting more to do. Uh, I was thinking about it because like in this episode, Lady Rainicorn is, is referenced a number of times. Yeah. But uh and Nikki Yang is the voice of of Lady Rainicorn and Bimo. Uh, but but Lady Rainicorn doesn't show up instead it's Bimo. But you know, we see Bimo on the skateboard, we see Bimo like actually doing stuff. It's I like seeing that. Yeah. I just rewatched Gravity Falls and I had forgotten that Oh uh, yeah, and she's in that. Yeah, one of one of um Nazy? Na- what the fuck's that? Mabel. Mabel. Yeah. Uh one of her friends is uh uh Dancy Yang and Nikki Oh, Nikki, sorry. Uh, I think there is a Nancy Yang, but uh, Nikki Yang. Uh, and she's just doing the BMO voice. Like, there's no, there's oh, yeah. literally there's no change. There's just no and it change. Was really, it's just, I mean, I like that show anyway, but it was like a nice, like, oh, BMO. All yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, I like the, uh, I like the, I, I didn't write down the names of all the snacks, but there was a drink called Total Soda. There's like a bag of something called Chipped Teeth. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and then there's... Ham chunk juice. Ham chunk juice is the one I wrote down. Yeah. Uh, ham chunk juice is fucking disgusting. Uh, I would like to give you a very short anecdote from my past. This is a ham chunk juice. I made my friend, who I'll leave their name uh, off the list, I tricked him into drinking spam juice. Because we were making breakfast spam and grits. Oh, God. And that sounds I, awful. I told – well, spam and grits is delicious. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I I convinced them that that's the best way to get rid of hangovers. <laughs> Uh, is that you just chug the spam juice. Oh, my God. Did they puke? No, but they didn't like it very much. And they especially (laughs) didn't like it when I told them, ew, I can't believe you fell for that. Of course, I've never drank spam juice. What are you, an idiot? Uh, They were were, were quite mad at it. Uh, So don't have a hangover around Alex. Well, no. 
don't have a hangover and be 16 and dumb around Alex. Okay. Which, okay. I, which federally, I'm not allowed to have that happen anymore anyway, so it works out. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there was one thing in this episode that kind of caught my eye that I was sort of like, wait, is that? Uh, so there's a scene where they're kind of like looking out the window or they're doing something at the window. And the window has a really strange pain configuration. And I was immediately sort of like, is that a Fibonacci sequence on the window? So I rewound and I looked and it, it was not. It's a bummer. I uh, really wanted it to be a Fibonacci sequence. Yeah, then Tool could write a song about this episode. Why? What? It's 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 something from the internet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, there's also a scene in this episode where uh, Jake gets really angry, and he gets big. Yes. And there's definitely sort of a. It's sort of a serves as a reminder that Jake is a particularly scary sort of magical creature. Uh, and the full depths of Jake's weird magic doghood don't get explored until like the last season. Um, yeah, I, that part reminds me of um, the you don't know that your friend has a bad temper because he's never you've never seen it before. Yeah. Until you start beating them at a game. Yeah. And I've had multiple <laughs> friends who are like, whoa, I didn't know that was in you. Like, you just like really <laughs> freak the fuck out at losing. <laughs> yeah, Jake doing that is kind of great. Uh, the other part of this that I... Um, I don't think I really appreciated how funny it is uh-huh. that there's so much corn-based humor. Oh, like, yeah. It's such a corn-based <laughs> game. Like, there's yeah. Husker Knights. Uh-huh. And, and it's just, it's so... It's Who is so, it? Like, Dan the Archer? Yeah. And it's, it's, he's, he shoots corn He arrows. shoots corn. It's, I don't know. Like, I guess I noticed it was funny. It just was the first time I went like, oh, yeah, that actually is really just crisply brilliant. You didn't need to do that. And I like the um, Finn doing the smug face. Mm-hmm. Of of like when he's winning or whatever, it's, yeah. it's really fun. Yeah, him just kind of rubbing. It. He's like, I don't know, man. I guess I'm just good at this. There's another interesting thing about it is like all of the uh, holographic technology involved. Yeah, like where does that even coming from? Yeah, is it magic? I mean, I I don't know because Jake has a holographic news service which we saw in season one. Yeah, so uh, there's some weird hologram shit happening. True. Yeah, it's crazy. Um. We also have the, the the BMO doing the BMO chop, uh, which is adorable, yeah. and then BMO declaring, "If this were a real attack, you'd be dead." Uh, <laughs> love it. Yeah, it's a it's a really really fun episode. I guess it's not really much of a plot mover either. Um, no, no, it's just it's just an adorable, fun. All of our characters get yeah. to do fun stuff. Yeah, and and Card Wars shows up later. Like the fact that Jake plays Card Wars does end up being important in four more seasons. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, truth. And uh, Finn gets a little thing in where he tricks Jake into drinking the uh, the disgusting juice by yep. saying how good it is. He but does. Because like, uh, Finn's a fucking moron for the most part. <laughs> uh, or a flippin' man-ran, <laughs> yeah. to use a, a minstoth. A flippin' man-ran? Yeah. Okay. Got it's, it. It's not bad. Works for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, so I guess that's sort of like... All I have to say about this. Yeah, me too. There weren't any additional characters. Like one of the the card characters does have a couple lines, but I can't remember. The, the, the person who played it was, I think, just somebody on the set. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's time to figure out who won these episodes. Sure. We should do that. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I think it's an obvious choice, but you can go first. Banana Guard number two. No. What? Eric. What? what are you, an idiot? No. Dan the Archer. Okay. 
Dan the Archer. He's got a name. It's Dan the Archer. Okay, I'm, it's I'm Dan. there. I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it. Dan the Archer. Dan the Archer won these episodes. Yeah, damn straight. Oh, man. I can't believe you're dissing Dan like that. I mean, the banana guards who were in the pony costume, I would vote for them, too. Yeah, then we're Dan. But also, we could vote for Goliad. Dan the Archer. Goliad was in the background. The. He's got a definite article in front of his name. <laughs> He's important. All right, let's do one more small segment and leave. Um, any ideas what small segment you'd like to do? Uh, well, I think you should do the segment this time. Oh, well, I mean, like us to do. Should I just do some more shiny rocks or do we do we? Uh, do we have any other segments? What, or what are some other segments that we normally do? Do we have uh, the off the top of our head segments are generally shiny rocks and what even watching, and read and doing whatever. Which I actually don't have a lot for that one, but I can uh, come up with one. Okay, let's do some shiny rocks. Okay. Um, f- well, first, this is just a recommendation, and we'll put the uh, link in the show notes. I read an article on The Atlantic. Uh, it, well, it's, it's based on one of their podcasts. Is your recommendation just, The Atlantic? I mean, kind of. But um, <laughs> it was a whole uh, – people talk about it like this person studied the history of the barcode. And it was really interesting. The history like, of the barcode. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, it's called the last days of the barcode. And they were talking about how, you know, the barcode's probably going to be on its way out. And the, like, International Grocers Council or, or whatever the fuck it is, uh, they're moving towards doing, like, a, 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 a QR code style because you can fit more information in uh-huh. there. So for, like, uh, you know, sales tracking or whatever, you can figure out when it was sold, blah, 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 because there's so many more Crazy. bits of information you can hide in a QR code than a, uh, than a traditional barcode. You know... I have a question about that. The sheer number of books in print that have barcodes on the back and yeah. and and books on people's shelves and book and you know I mean those barcodes are used by libraries, they're used by bookstores. Um I mean while I while I can definitely believe that like barcodes are going to stop being put on new things, I think that there are so many barcodes out there on on things with really, really long lives that they're going to be around for a while. Oh, totally. But I mean, the same thing is when barcodes started to get popular, uh, you know, years upon years ago. Like when I was a kid, I, pretty much everything had barcodes. But there were still stores that had the little paper sticker saying how much it was. Yeah. And there was yeah. an overlap of there would be things with barcodes and the paper sticker right. on it. And I think you'll probably be seeing that, that uh-huh. you have a barcode. I mean, honestly, they may talk about it in the interview. Uh, I just kind of skimmed the parts that I liked. Uh, and it was really interesting. Uh, but yeah, the Atlantic. Okay, so let's... Uh, I'll get... I do have a barcode complaint. Oh, please. So Powell's Books. I heard of them. Um, I love Powell's Books, but they put their own barcode sticker over every single book that they sell that has a barcode on mm-hmm. it. And I hate that. Uh, why do you hate that? Um, because I use um, scanning software to keep track of the books in my library. Ah. And it doesn't work with Powell's barcodes. Got it. Uh, well, that'll be old kind of now, because I'm pretty sure like Google Lens, you can point at the front of the book and it'll tell you what it is. And you can... Well, that only works if it interfaces with my library software. Yeah, so that's your library software's fault. Don't blame the QR code or whatever we're talking about. Here's your choices. You can have an, like traditional shiny rock, a neologism that I found funny, or an old timey word that I was unaware of and I was shocked that I was unaware of it. Old timey word. And you're going to know this one. It's not even old-timey. It's kind of recent, but sward. Sward? S-W-A-R-D. Isn't that a piece of land? Yeah. It's like a little grassy thing. I've been reading the Conan books, and oh. boy, does he lay down on the sward a lot. And uh, 
I didn't know that word. Like, I'm sure I've heard it at some point, but I mean, I figured it out from context, like immediately, yeah. but he uses it so often. I was unfamiliar with them. Like, I, I should look this up just to see if there's something. And there's not. It's exactly what I thought it was from, uh-huh. in context. But, uh, yeah, I was like, sward. I just somehow made it to 43 years old and yeah, I mean, sorry, I mean, uh, I, 34 years old, uh, without, without ever hearing that word. Uh, I mean, I don't think I've ever heard it said out loud. I think the first time I heard it said out loud was the audiobook I'm listening to. Ah, I mean, I, I read a lot of Conan books when I was a kid. Right, but so he uses I think sward I, a lot. So that's, and, yeah, yeah. And Thews. T-H-E-W-S. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are, What's Thews again? Those are Conan's uh, iron thews, his muscles, his... Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, Flexed, showing off his steely thews. Yeah. His cord-like thews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does use thews a lot. You know what's funny is there's the waifish, uh, tiny English actor, David Thewlis. And he's actually weird nominative determinism. Yeah, he has no thews. He has no thews. If you are listening to this episode and you enjoyed it, or even if you don't enjoy it, uh, please come and follow us over on Blue Sky, where we are WizBiz Podcast. Uh, follow us on TikTok, where we are WizBiz Podcast. Send us an email, where we are WizBizPodcast at gmail.com. And most importantly, please go to our website, WizBizPodcast.com, and subscribe to the podcast in your favorite podcasting app. We are available on everything from Google Podcasts, which no longer exists, to to YouTube music, which exists. Yeah, to uh, to Apple Podcasts, to Stitcher, to all that kind of crap. You can find us anywhere. Please subscribe. Tell a friend. Uh, have a lovely day and enjoy some cartoons. What is that? Toodles. Toodles. That ending was not Billy Bubble.